the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program with your host, John Sable, right here on 1220 WHKW. Good afternoon, I'm John Sable, and welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, coming to you through the Czech Cultural Garden, the DTJ District Council, and the St. Wenceslas Day Committee microphone at the Frank Lovell, Joe Smetana, and First Catholic Slovak Ladies Association studio at WHKW AM 1220. So sit back and enjoy some of the best country music from one of the best countries, Yendol Toho.
your floral needs, remember the name Drew Haney's Vix Floral, located at 7100 Broadway in Slavic Village. Owned and operated by Drew Haney, Vix has earned an outstanding reputation for delivering affordable, quality floral arrangements since 1942. Vix also carries an extensive selection of live flowering and non-flowering plants, European-style dish gardens, and exceptional gift baskets that you'll be pleased to send to family, friends, and associates. The staff at Vix Floral is ready to help you with everything from selection and custom floral arrangements to same-day delivery. Call Drew Haney for all of your floral needs at 216-341-4758. That's Vix Floral at 
ti za to může, žádný ti už dneska nepomůže. Kvetou zvadnou, lístečky z nich spadnou, jako slzy moje na tu trávu platnou.
Plastic Process Equipment Incorporated, PPE, is in its 44th year as the largest supplier of molding accessories for the plastics injection molding industry. With demands for more products from its customers, PPE continues to expand its line of molding accessories, all listed and priced in its 1,300-page catalog. PPE has three stocking locations, Macedonia, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and Las Vegas, Nevada. For more information about their products and services, call 1-800-321-0562. That's 1-800-321-0562. This is John Sable again. November 17, 2019 marks the 30th anniversary of the start of the Velvet Revolution, which saw the fall of the communist government in Czechoslovakia and the establishment of the democratic Czechoslovak state. And on our phone line today is Steve Sebesta an active member of Cleveland's Czech community and author of the book The Wartime Experiences of a Cleveland Czechoslovak Legionnaire. Steve was fortunate to be in Prague at the time of the Velvet Revolution, and he and his wife Pat will be speaking at Tuesday's meeting of the Cleveland Bratislava Sister Cities group about their experiences 30 years ago. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Good afternoon, John. I'm doing fine. Thank you. I hope you're good. good, good. Steve, can you give us the background of your visit to, to Prague uh, 30 years ago? This was, a, was this a family vacation? or? Well, it turns out it was intended to be a European vacation for our family and ended up being a journey into history, so to speak. <laughs> In 1989, uh, our daughter Beth was working for the accounting firm of Arthur Anderson. And she was stationed in Eindhoven in the Netherlands. And uh, I happened to see a pan American Airlines had the round trip first to Amsterdam during the Thanksgiving holidays for $319. And Pat and I decided to take our family to visit Beth and take a European vacation at the same time. We contacted Henry Belichick, who I think many of you know, uh, who helped us plan and schedule a trip and arrange for a guide who was a professor of geography from Bratislava. Uh, we rented a stick ship van in Amsterdam and then started a whirlwind trip with stops in Amsterdam, uh, Eindhoven, Versailles, Paris, Salzburg, Chesky Kromov, Burschitze, which is my grandfather's village, Chesky Burschitze, Bags, Burschitze, my grandmother's village, and then Pilsen, and then back to Amsterdam. Although it was very cold, we were able to visit you know, a lot of different things, the Eiffel Tower, the usual stuff that you do on a vacation, European vacation. But the more memorable part of it had to do, when we crossed into Czechoslovakia, we had to go through both a military checkpoint and a customs station. And we had to exit the vehicle, and they really did a job on the vehicle in terms of pulling our luggage out, inspecting the beers underneath. And it was a pretty intimidating experience. Then we walked over, presented our 
credentials, uh, passports to the customs office, which is another thing that we had to go through. And uh, basically, at that point, I spoke to the customs people in Czech. And although they were originally very officious, as soon as I started, spoke Czech, it sort of opened them up a little bit and they became a little bit more hospitable. And uh, But it started to raise concerns because, you know, why it's, what was happening that they were being so strict about everything. And uh, here I am with my entire family wondering what's going what's to happen. So as a result of uh, the delay at the border, we were late for a scheduled dinner at the Hotel Rouge at Cheske Krumlov. And it was pre- previously clear, apparently. And the hostess, when we got there, was really angry that we were not there on time and said that we, deliver, we you know, specifically prepared this meal for you. And, of course, the food was cold. It tasted terrible. And they were very indisputable. So we were not feeling real good about our visit to Czechoslovakia. After a night at the Hotel Rouge, we drove to Cheske Budiabetsa. And uh, after breakfast, went outside to the public square and saw a number of students gathered around the fountain. And they were writing on papers and gathering in small groups. And later in the day, the students were seen in very lively debate with some of the older men. And some of the students had brooms and were sweeping up the square. So it was beginning, it was clear something was going on. And when I listened into some of the conversations, the older men were saying, don't make trouble for us, you know, you students... You know, just don't, we, we don't want you to make any trouble. And that's what the debate was about. Then we drove to Bullshit, in my grandfather's village, and then on to Prague. We checked in at the Hotel Rouge, and there was a flurry of activity at the Hotel Rouge. And we were offered a generous refund if we would give up our rooms, which we did not. It turned out the Hotel Forum, uh, not Rouge, it was the Hotel Forum. And the hotel forum ended up being the hotel that all the newspaper and other media representatives were staying at to cover the uprising, which we did not know until then was huh. occurring. And we were, you know, they were looking for available rooms, so they were willing to pay a good deal of money to rent these rooms. We, we passed up on that and stayed there. Next morning, we took the train in to visit Old Town. We got off the train. We saw almost everyone reading thousands of homemade notes and posters and handouts on walls and poles on store windows with announcements and proclamations and critiques of the regime. In addition, there were no newspapers anywhere. We got off the train and we did newspaper stands. wasn't a newspaper anywhere. So we were given and picked up a number of these homemade announcements and uh, I put them on a poster and they're going to be available for the talk during the, uh, the talk over at the library. And uh, it's interesting to see, you know, some of these things that the, that the kids had put together. A lot of it was just homemade stuff. During the day, then, we saw hundreds of vehicles driving with students holding check flags and thousands of people walking somewhere. It turns out they were headed for Letna Park, where apparently they had picked as a place to start gathering for the uprising. We took some photos of the crowds and the students carrying the flags and the congregations of people actively engaged in the uprising. We stopped to talk to some of the students, and one of them actually presented one of the flags to us, which was really, really uh, pretty impressive. And we still had that flag, and that flag is going to be available also uh, at the talk uh, at the library. So then from there, basically, uh, in the evening, and I'm not going to speak to specifically in the evening, 
But then suddenly everybody started showing up in Wenceslas Square, and we just followed the crowd. And we stood up at uh, the National Museum. We actually went, climbed up to the National Museum and looked over Wenceslas Square, and it was absolutely filled with people. It was just absolutely filled. Snowing was a very bad day. And, of course, this was what was happening. is the, uh, the uprising was coming to a head. And at that point, uh, you know, we just were right there. The thing that scared us, though, as we were driving around some of the public buildings, there were military people holding Kalashnikovs. And I got to thinking about 1968 and what was happening then. I'm thinking to myself, here I am with my family and hoping that I'm hoping that the Russians aren't going to come back in as they did in 68 and put my family in jeopardy. I think you can understand how that would make us feel. Oh, yes. So basically, at that point, it it worked out. But still, the feeling that was was there was just, and the beauty of it was, there was no uh, dissension. The the students were very peaceful. There was nothing really happening. But again, these these poor soldiers that had been assigned to protect these government buildings, they were just young kids, 18, probably 21-year-old kids. They were, you could see they were scared. Here's these hundreds of thousands of people around them. and uh, But nobody intimidated them, and they were, they were clearly really upset about the whole thing. So from then, uh, the next day, we got uh, involved again in the crowds that were occurring, and a whole series of things happened. Uh, St. Anushka was being, was being, had been canonized. And there were celebrations happening. People from Moravia were showing up in their cry in busloads, just busloads of people showing up. And uh, in addition, of course, the, the kids were still doing their a lot of the demonstrations and so on. And uh, basically, you know, this just continued on for a couple of days. And eventually, um, the government stepped down. <laughs> we were there, and uh, it was just quite an experience. According to reports, they, I guess the crowd swelled uh, on the first day from about 20,000 to eventually 500,000. I don't know well, how. They, they, some of the newspaper articles I picked up after we got back. That what I did is I, when we got back, I took all the PD articles from that period and I cut out everything they had about the, uh, you know, all the stories that they had published. And I have all those also on boards that people can read. You can read for an entire seven days, exactly what was happening. It's reported that that crowd got up to as much as 750,000. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm sure everybody would want to hear more about this about this experience. And you're going to be speaking um, Tuesday at the Garfield Heights branch of the Cuyahoga County Library, 5409 Turney Road in Garfield Heights. And uh, I, 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 know, I know we've talked about this before, and it's just a thrilling, thrilling experience to you know just find yourself in the middle of, of, of a historical event like that. And Steve, I want to thank you for taking the time with us today and uh, look forward to, to your your talk on uh, on Tuesday. Okay, great. And again, thanks for the opportunity to share this. Okay. It, is, it was quite an experience, but it's also you know, important to us who have uh, any Czechoslovak heritage to realize you know, what has happened in terms of freedom in Czechoslovakia. Okay. Thanks very much, Steve. 
Thank you, John. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Light of Hearts Villa, located at 283 Union Street in Bedford, Ohio, provides supportive, secure residential living with exceptional care through a wide range of services. Through faith-based values, Light of Hearts Villa affirms the integrity of each person and encourages them on their journey of aging. For more information, call 440-232-1991. That's 440-232-1991. Light of Hearts Villa is a ministry of the Sisters of Charity Health System. Gone but not forgotten in September is Anne Zapansky, who passed away one year ago. Anne was active in the Carlin area and at St. Leo the Great Parish in Cleveland's South Hills area, and is missed by her husband John and their two daughters, and this next selection goes out in her memory. This is John Sable. Here at the New Czech Voice of Cleveland, we are well into our fourth year, continuing a tradition started by Joe Kotzab and Václav Hivnar 50 years ago, and now available to many more of you around the country listening on Sunday or during the week via the Internet. I have enjoyed bringing all of these shows to you because this music is part of our culture and heritage. And as long as you enjoy listening, I will continue. But without your support, we have to make a business decision to end this program. Any contributions to keep us on the air are welcome. Many thanks to those who have contributed in the past, but support is needed to continue this show. Please send any contributions to John Sable, 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. That's 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. 
You can send any special requests, dedications, or other announcements to this address, or you can call me at 216-351-6247 or send an email to sabolj at aol.com. Phone number again is 216-351-6247, and my email is sabolj at aol.com. In this week's community news, our important announcement of the week, the Museum of the Czech Cultural Center of Soko Greater Cleveland will celebrate its grand opening during the month of October. Those of you who were at yesterday's St. Wenceslaus celebration got a preview of the newly reopened museum, which will be open Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Items of Czech and Slovak heritage will be on display and for sale, and the museum has a new display of folk dress from the Chodsko region, including Pelzen and Domažlice. The October 1 meeting of the Cleveland Bratislava Sister Cities Group, as we mentioned before, will feature a talk by Stephen Pat Sebesta on the collapse of the communist government in Czechoslovakia 30 years ago. The Sebestas and their family witnessed firsthand the events that occurred at that time and will illustrate their talk with photos, newspaper articles, student postings, and even an original flag presented to Pat Sebesta during the demonstrations. The meeting will take place at the Garfield Heights branch of the Cuyahoga County Public Library, 5409 Turney Road at 6.30 p.m. That's 5409 Turney Road at 6.30 p.m. The next Chicken and Duck Dinner at DTJ will be Sunday, October 6th, with servings from noon till 2 and music by Frank Baravchik from 12.30 till 3.30. Dinners are twelve fifty each by reservation only, and you can get a place at the table by calling Bruce Marek at 440-543-8494. That's 440-543-8494. DTJ holds its Night at the Races on Saturday, October 12th. Tickets are $10 per person and doors open at 6.30 p.m. For tickets and information, call 440-543-8494. The next pork and chicken dinner at Cheska Sin Sokol Hall, 4314 Clark Avenue, will be Wednesday, October 23, with servings from 5 to 7 p.m. Dinners are $13 for adults and $7 for children. Reservations are required and you must call Don Cotlin at 216-228-0027 by Friday, October 18. That's 216-228-0027. There will be music and dancing during the dinners, which have been a Cheska Sin Sokol tradition for more than 60 years. The next Sokol Sunday dinner at Bohemian National Hall will be October 27 from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. featuring chicken paprikash for $14. You must make reservations by Monday, October 21 by calling Olga at 216-447-0264. That's at Bohemian National Hall, 4939 Broadway. Saturday, November 9 is the date of the annual Sokol Greater Cleveland Holiday Fair from 10 to 4 p.m. at Bohemian National Hall, 4939 Broadway in Cleveland. You can shop for special imported Czech and Slovak gift items, sample and purchase some great Czech baked goods, and get a great dinner in the lower-level dining room or a light lunch in the hall's upper level. All this plus two cash bars serving Czech beer. That's the Sokol Greater Cleveland Holiday Fair, Saturday, November 9 at Bohemian National Hall. Tickets are still available for the 
2019 Lucina Fall Gala to benefit the Slovak Folklore Ensemble on Saturday, November 9 at the Holy Spirit Party Center, 5500 West 54th Street in Parma. Tickets are $50 per person, and the event features entertainment, a full-course dinner, and open bar. Doors open at 6 p.m., dinner at 6.30, and cultural program at 7.30. For tickets, please call Tom Ivanek at 440-668-7727. Please send any community event announcements to John Sable, 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131, or to my email, sabolj at aol.com. Or you can call me at 216-351-6247. My home address again is 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. Please remember that your response and any contributions you wish to make will help to keep this show on the air and are always welcome. Please remember that this show is pre-recorded, so it is best to send any community event announcements or dedications about a week in advance. Don't forget, if you miss our show on Sunday, you can listen to a recorded podcast at the website, whkwradio.com slash podcasts, and now on Apple iTunes. This show and past programs are available for a second or third airing, so click on whkwradio.com slash podcasts, or go to Apple iTunes and enjoy this show during the week. Oh, 
Vadíme se už nenavrátí. Ještě kámen se v té vodě obrátí. Vládíme se už nenavrátí. Since 1890, Czechs and Slovaks in the city of Cleveland have found dignity and comfort in the services available at the A. Nosek and Sons Funeral Home, located at 8150 Brexville Road in Brexville. The fourth and fifth generation of the Nosek family are ready to serve you in your hour of need. Our motto is, Our Family Caring for Yours Since 1890. For immediate service, Call the Nosek Funeral Home at 440-526-6050. That's 
Pana se naštvala a tak to jemu napsala. Podívej se mě, miláčku, srdce nepřirost. Ty mě vynechej, já mám tě víc než To je tím, že ten mladej květ jen tak pro radost krutě utrhl a zničil mou mladost. Sinížek napadal na tu cestičku, co s mě vodíval. Po ní klesíčku, podívej se mě, miláčku, k srdci nepřirost, ty mě vynechej, já mám tě víc než dost. Jak ten pán si dopis přečet, začal hned jak dítě brečet, a že to byl čupr blondák set a napsal korespondák. Dej si holka, dej si majzla, ty jsi mi srdce stělač majzla. Jak nepřijdeš ve středu, tak just si něco provedu. Podívej si mě, miláčku, v srdci nepřirost, ty mě vynechej, já mám tě víc než To je tím, že jsi ten mladej květ jen tak pro radost krutě utrhnul a zničil mou mladost. Snížek napadal, na tu cestičku, co směvodíval, mě vodíval, po ní klesíčku. Podívej se mě, miláčku, k srdci nepřirost. Ty mě vynechej, já mám tě víc než dost. Šest vagónů s tendrem jelo, přesto jeho mladý tělo. A když tam pak komi zašla, jenom půlku z něho našla. Když nesli to tělo domů, pozvali tu panu k tomu a ta panna urputná pronesla slova ukrutná. Podívej, mě miláčku, k srdci nepřirost, já tě vidím. 
jen tak pro radost, pro tě utrhnul a zničil mou mladost. Louka zelená, neposečená, na tý louce jen já jsem byla tvá. Podívejte mě, miláčku, k srdci nepřerost, já tě vidím a mám tě víc než dost. For all of your floral needs, remember the name Drew Haney's Vix Floral, located at 7100 Broadway in Slavic Village. Owned and operated by Drew Haney, Vix has earned an outstanding reputation for delivering affordable, quality floral arrangements since 1942. Vix also carries an extensive selection of live flowering and non-flowering plants, European-style dish gardens, and exceptional gift baskets that you'll be pleased to send to family, friends, and associates. The staff at Vix Floral is ready to help you with everything from selection and custom floral arrangements to same-day delivery. Call Drew Haney for all of your floral needs at 216-341-4758. That's Vix Floral at Jupaira, Jupaira, ja je miluju. 
Plastic Process Equipment Incorporated, PPE, is in its 44th year as the largest supplier of molding accessories for the plastics injection molding industry. With demands for more product from its customers, PPE continues to expand its line of molding accessories, all listed and priced in its 1,300-page catalog. PPE has three stocking locations, Macedonia, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and Las Vegas, Nevada. For more information about their products and services, call 1-800-321-0562. That's 1-800-321-0562. Nejkrásnější hvězdy hoří ve splitu nad mořem. A já pod nimi sám zůstal se svým hořem. Nejkrásnější hvězdy hoří v noci nad přístavem. A já pod nimi sám jsem se svým senem. A když zazní houslí čarokrásný hlas, Snad vidím krásná paní jenom vás. Když za noci jasné hvězdy nad přístavem splanou, v duchu šeptám jen vám naschledanou. Neplašte pro mě krásná paní,
Thanks for listening this past hour, and be sure to tune in again next Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Remember, you can hear a rebroadcast of this show and our other shows on the Internet by going to whkwradio.com slash podcasts or to Apple iTunes. Your support for this program is warmly welcomed. And for any announcements on the new Check Voice of Cleveland program, please contact me, John Sable, at 216-351-6247 or at my email, S-A-B-O-L j at aol.com my phone number again is 216-351-6247 and my email is sabolj at aol.com or you can write to me at 5839 maureen drive seven hills ohio 44131 that's 5839 maureen drive seven hills ohio 44131 Please remember to send any announcements to me at least one week in advance. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 